0: Hi friends, my name is Paige. I'm Morgan. And this is Girl Girl Manufactured. Manufactured. Listen or cringe along with us as we look back at the music from the it girls, wannabes, and victims of the tween idol industrial complex.
1: Which icons broke the mold and which sitcom starlets turned forgotten pop stars still deserve their
0: flowers? Our credentials? We are two queer millennials who were raised on Ots, Disney, Nickelodeon, and MTV.
1: I work in communications now, but I'm a graduate of a performing arts high school and a recovering singer-songwriter.
0: And I'm a creative writer and a
1: professional advertising demon. Today on Girl Manufactured, we are reviewing Allie and AJ, insomniatic. I didn't
0: even bother trying to say it because (laughs) I knew I was going to call it insomniac. Like, heads up. When I read it, first of all, when I read the title, I just think insomniac. I legit had
1: to, like... Pull it up in front of me so that I wouldn't say
0: insomniac. So I'm not alone. No. So Allie and AJ, these babes. Mm. Yeah, uh, I was, I definitely had,
1: didn't understand it. Cause I was, what, what year was this? 2007? Mm-hmm. So I was 13. I didn't really understand it, but I definitely had a thing for Allie. I was team Allie with the wavy hair. I still have a soft spot for wavy hair. Bet you got a hard
0: spot. <laughs> Bro. Inappropriate. Sorry. Yeah, so. but this is this is Disney. This is Hollywood Records. This is Hollywood records. <laughs> this is not Warner Bros. So Allie and AJ are obviously sisters. Um, they're American pop rock duo consisting of full names, Allison McCulka Is that how you say their last name? Who was born in nineteen eighty nine? And Amanda Joy aka AJ McCulka who was born in nineteen ninety one. So they are actually sisters. Mm-hmm. They grew up in Southern California and for a little bit Seattle. They both mm. started playing the piano and guitar like really young. I think piano probably around five or six wow. and then little guitar prodigies. maybe around thirteen. Yep. Little child prodigies. And they also acted in church play productions. So <laughs> they're pretty Christian. Oh Yeah. Their mom is a musician, but she performed with a Christian rock band. Uh, come on. <laughs> the rock band was I mean, called- look, I got I got my start singing in church, but, like, I dropped that shit by the time I was, like, nine. So, (laughs) yeah, I'm recovering Catholic. I mean, I was recovering by the time, yeah, that I was in middle school. I was not trying to get confirmed or anything. But they're all about this stuff because their mom was in a band called JC Band. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Their faith hugely influenced them, and they're very open about it. There were some cringe moments mm-hmm. in a Blender interview in 2006. AJ said evolution was silly, basically, oh. and Ali expressed <laughs> that they shouldn't be teaching it in schools. What? They were 15 and 17, probably. I'm guessing. Wait, who's I'm trying older, to do the math? Ali? Right, Ali's older. Yeah, what? so young, they changed their minds, right? Let's give let's give them that. In a post on tw- Twitter. It's forever Twitter. I'm sorry. <laughs> March 2019, mm-hmm. the duo affirmed that they do believe in
1: evolution. <laughs> wow, that's quite an evolution about their feelings on evolution. I'm proud of them.
0: Same. Uh, they also in 2019 said that their faith has gotten stronger, but they are never trying to push a certain agenda with their music. And you know, oh, I believe. I, them. you know, what? I appreciate that. Same. You know what? Have your faith. I'm all about it. If it makes you a better person, helps you get through this hellscape. Do what you got to do. 100%. Just don't let it affect policies or how you treat me. You mentioned that Allie and AJ were basically prodigies. And Mm -hmm. that tracks. Because in 2004, when Allie was only 15 years old and AJ was 13, the duo signed a recording contract with The Hollywood Records, a.k.a. Disney. Um, And it was an edition in which they performed six original acoustic guitar songs that they had written together like on their bedroom floor. Aww. That's adorable. And around the same time, Allie started rising to prominence because she starred as Keely in the Disney mm. Channel show Phil of the Future. Phil, Phil, Phil of the Future. I don't remember how it goes. Is that how it went? I believe you. Are you just making that <laughs> up like you made up other things? Oh my God. I should have known. Phil of the Future. Only lasted two seasons. Yeah, apparently. I didn't think it ran long. <laughs> That's wild to me because <laughs> I love the show and I like remember watching it. So I'm like, what? Only two seasons? You're like, I, no. I don't know why I thought it ran longer, but it did not. Uh, Ali was also in the decom. Now you see it, which if you couldn't guess by the titles, about like magicians. Um, that was in 2005, and then in 2006, cowbells. Came out. And that's with both Allie and AJ. Mm. Do you remember that movie? There were like rich girls whose daddy owned a dairy farm. (laughs) And then they, you know, have to work on the dairy farm. Hijinks ensue. They have to like learn how not to be like.
1: This feels familiar. Selfish brats. This feels familiar.
0: I feel like this is when we started to really see AJ on screen too. Because before it was really just Allie. Yeah. And anyway, music-wise, 2005 is when they released their debut album, Into the Rush, which was certified gold, by the way. Then 2006, they released Acoustic Hearts of Winter, which is a Christmas album, basically. Then, as you know, their third studio album, Insomniatic. Yep. Right? Uh, That was released on July 10th, 2007. So are you ready to set the cultural landscape as we do? Yes. I also want to note that this is about five or six months after Ashley Tisdale released Headstrong. What a yeah. tough follow-up. So the number one song was a Rihanna song. Can you guess what it was? What year is it? It's 2007. I, got, I've, I was suck at these, so I'm not even going to try to guess. Okay. I would have given you the hint of Iconic Bob, <laughs> Umbrella, Rihanna, featuring Jay-Z. Nice. Next, we got "Party Like a Rockstar I hated that song. Yep. <laughs> we got "Big Girls Don't, Don't Cry."
1: Party like a rock You hate it, yet you
0: proceed to sing it. It was catchy, mm-hmm. but I hated it. "Big Girls Don't Cry." Hey there, Delilah. No, mm-hmm. no
1: way. Buy you a drink. Oh, that was great. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna throw auto tune on you for that part. Oh <gasps> yes, I'll try. Makes me wonder.
0: Mm. Hey, hey, you, you. I uh,
1: don't like your girlfriend. I, I was obsessed with that song.
0: Summer Love by pfft, ew, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> they try to make me go to hey. rehab. Hey. I said, no, no, no. Hey, no, I'm in No. You couldn't no. resist, could you? <laughs> make me better. Mm-hmm. I, don't one. One. I, know. I don't remember that. I don't remember it. And then that's the top ten. But I have to throw out these honorable mentions. Thanks for the memories. Mm, stop. Mm-hmm. What did that peak at? Thank that was, you for the memories. That was because so good. they were.
1: What did that peak so at? Good.
0: I don't know. That was not the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I don't, you know me. I just get curious. Pop lock and drop it. Oh. Before he cheats. <laughs> it's taking me back. Mm-hmm. And lip gloss.
1: Little mama. Little stop! mama. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know, Mr. President. Oh my God. God oh my God. Um, hey, you wanted to record this one at 1030 at night. So this is the Morgan you get. It's all right.
0: I love this Morgan. I love you. Oh my God. They're giving me hard eyes. Okay. (laughs) About a month earlier, before the album dropped, Paris Hilton was released from her three days (laughs) behind bars. (laughs) Just to go back to jail. (laughs) Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. Ashley Simpson, did they break up? No, but they were dating. And I just was like, okay, Joel from Good Charlotte dating Nicole Richie. They have kids now. yeah. 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 Last episode, we mentioned that Steve Jobs unveiled the iPhone. As of June 29th, the first iPhone was sold. Wow. Did you know anyone with the first iPhone? No, but I was an iPhone hater. And now I only have iPhones. You're an iPhone slut. I wouldn't say I'm a slut. I don't, like, wait in line for it. I'm not that thirsty yeah, for the like, iPhones. you're just, like, you're, like,
1: the middle-aged couple that's
0: married, and you're just, like... I'm content. <laughs> yeah. It's really, like, I'm... I'm not getting divorced because out of convenience. A no, 100 It's a marriage of convenience it's like with Apple I products. I have Apple music, so I have all my music in there. I have all my photos. I got my MacBook. Photos. Yep. Last episode, we also talked about the rise of Facebook. Now, in early July, Facebook is at the point. It's the 10th most visited website in the world. Holy crap. Yeah. So it exploded. That's what's happening. Okay. When they drop this. And oh my god, I, in my in my notes, I literally have insomniac typed down. <laughs> insomniatic. This was a really big deal for them because it's the first time, according to them, that they really stuck up for themselves. So to bring us back, it is July tenth, two thousand and seven when they drop insomniatic, and this is a big deal for. I was gonna say tweens everywhere, not really, but it was a big deal for them <laughs> because the first two albums were pretty squarely like poppy mm-hmm. and Disney pop, which mm-hmm. is like its own subgenre of pop, right? Yes. Um, but they were pretty determined to make this music more rock pop. Yeah. Um, Ali has said this was one of those moments where we were really determined to prove that we were real songwriters and real musicians. I definitely got that from this album. Same which was a rare thing at the label, Hollywood Records, at the time. And we were making music as females. It was us standing up for our art against 40-year-old white men. It was a good test at a very young age. In December 2007, for two weeks, Allie and AJ were the opening act for Miley Cyrus' Best of Both Worlds tour. So cool. Adding on to that, I was,
1: so I was really curious with the title, Insomniatic. And I'm like... Is this even a word? So I looked it up. It's not a word. Okay. Okay. And so I said. I mean, it is a
0: word. Sorry, <laughs> writer here. <laughs> if we can understand the meaning...
1: it's not a word, and it communicates in the diction- something clear. It's
0: it's a word. It's not a word in the dictionary. Whatever.
1: It was a word that didn't exist before 2007. How's that? <laughs> okay. And so I, so I was, I was wondering if there was something deeper to it. So I went on Google and I found. That this was very much intentional. So Ali and AJ define insomniatic as, quote, a state of mind where one becomes addicted to the deprivation of sleep caused by an epic revelation of joy. Damn. Yeah, they were like, they were in AP English. They were. <laughs> so I would say that Paige and I are starting with, Ali and AJ's third album because it's the most nostalgic for us. I think this is probably the only Mm -hmm. Ali and AJ album we've heard of.
0: Yeah, I remember Like Woe specifically playing Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. More so than potential breakup song.
1: Yeah, I think so. Probably because it was featured in an episode of The Hills on MTV. Mm, Okay. It was also in the television movie Super
0: Sweet 16, The Movie. And I think in Minutemen? Is that what it's called? Another decom? Maybe, but
1: it was also in High School Musical Three, senior year.
0: Oh, yeah. I think that's how I really know it too. Mm-hmm. Like Paige mentioned, Insomniatic
1: was released on July tenth, two thousand seven, by Hollywood Records. The album features an electronic-based sound, differing from their previous pop rock and acoustic releases, that was accented with the use of synthesizers, sampling, drum programming, and vocal processing effects. We'll get to that more. The lyrical content of the album is centered heavily around heartbreak and loss. Insomniatic was well-received by many music critics, many of which lauded the duo for their lyrical depth and evolution. Others, however, found the composition of the album to be bland and unoriginal.
0: Boo. Boo.
1: This is a great album. Common Sense Media gave the album four out of five stars. Praising the duo's vocals and the gentle undertone of self-esteem and standing up for yourself in relationships as refreshing.
0: That's true. The Guardian
1: rated the album an A, praising the ability to leave the listener suspended between hyped-up delight and despair at the micro-produced perfection of it all. The Guardian also praised the songwriting and production team for crafting lush, assertive little symphonies with massive hook lines that make the most of the sisters' Britney-ish breathiness.
0: I do not hear Britney Spears in their voices at all.
1: No. Billboard gave a positive review of the album, describing Insomniatic as an endlessly ambitious, yet endlessly effervescent confessional pop rock breakup album that deserves to carry them far beyond their teen pop base. I would agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. I think that there are probably people my sister's age, so late teens, early 20s that probably listen
0: to this music. Yeah, I mean, listening to it now, I don't have that much nostalgia for it. Um and I love it. Yeah.
1: Last piece, the album debuted at number 15 on the Billboard 200 with 39,000 sales in the first week. The first song and the first single from the album is Potential Breakup Song. Ooh. La, 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 As they say, this is a certified bop. The duo co-wrote it. I mean, they co-wrote every song on this album, but they co-wrote it with production from Antonia Armato, they're one half of Rock Mafia, and they also produce for Miranda Cosgrove and Vanessa Hudgens. Potential Breakup Song is a electropop song that incorporates elements of electronics, electro rock, and dance. The song was certified platinum. That is That's huge. Right. Apparently it's their most successful single to date. So being certified platinum essentially means that the single reached sales over a million copies. Time Magazine ranked Potential Breakup Song the ninth best song of 2007. That's huge. That's true to break free from like just Disney. Disney, yeah, 100%. Potential Breakup Song debuted at number 77 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, and it peaked at number 17. And you told me about this, that a little fun fact, that in in December
0: 2020... Mm -hmm. They re-released it. Yeah. But with explicit lyrics with more mature sound because the original went viral on TikTok. And I guess they're like, we got to bring it back. They got to make that money. Exactly. Ali said about this, in our early 20s, if you said, hey, will you sing the song? We'd kind of be like, roll our eyes. (laughs) And we kind of revamped it in this new way. So it's actually really cool. I described this as nostalgia in a wave file.
1: I... I've easily played this song a hundred times, maybe even more when I was a kid. But I loved it back then, and I I still love it now. I have no criticisms other than maybe like a small nitpick is the effect on their vocals during the verse. Take that
0: off, and the song is amazing. Well, as one fan said, they're really saving 2020 with one F-bomb. Your fave could never. (laughs) Yo, amazing. If only the power of Ellie and AJ (sighs) could have ended the pandemic. Could have ended the pandemic. Stupid birthday becomes fucking birthday. Oh, so good. Mm. And I know you're obsessed with the castanets in this. I can't believe you didn't mention the castanets. Oh my God, yes. (laughs) I was so busy thinking about everything else.
1: I forgot about the castanets. I love the castanets. Your favorite instrument. It is my favorite instrument.
0: Lyrically, I love the meta, this is the potential breakup song. Mm. Yeah. It's so simple, but so well written. Sometimes there's so much excellence in simplicity. 100%. Put
1: that on a (laughs) t-shirt.
0: They have a t-shirt that says, stupid birthday. (laughs) I've seen that. Also, I like that at the very end, they're giving this dude... Ch- I yes. said they with this dude like as if they're two <laughs> sisters dating the uh, same person. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But they give this guy a chance to get his shit right, right? They say, this is the potential yes, makeup I l- song. I love when songs... Please song- just admit you're wrong. Yes. Which will it be? Uh, I mwah. love when songs flip like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Scissors. Shit, why can't I think of the... Kill Bill. No. Oh. Sis's Kill Bill. Yes. Oh, Sizzes Kill Bill does that so right where every chorus, or no, or, yeah, I think it's in the chorus mm-hmm. that she tweaks the line slightly to tell a story. And that's what this does by yes. giving it that little switch I on love the it. final verse. I love it. I will say though, our album needs just one. This isn't the only breakup song. I've got lore. And all I want to s- tell you is that this song. I forget if this was Allie or AJ said this. It wasn't connected to any particular person. We're just like, let's write a breakup song. This is one of them talking to Insider. At the time, we weren't thinking it was going to be a breakup anthem, but it kind of became that, which is really cool. Mm. So this isn't about any particular person, but there is a real breakup song about a real relationship on this album. So should we talk about the video? (laughs) my God. we uh, th- Well, first off, let me just
1: quickly say that the music video, I think, ages this song so poorly. It's cheesy oh, with the paint God. splashes, the dancing, right? It ages it, and then the effects during the chorus. A million different effects. Yeah. I feel like if you just watched the music video, you'd be like, this song's not good. But, like, without it, it's a great song. Now, um, uh, we need to talk about the weird moment around about the one minute and 15 second mark. They're sisters, right? Like they I asked you are, in the beginning. That they're oh, <laughs> there's like I was a, like I needed
0: to confirm. I was like they are actually sisters, right? Okay, so the part that Morgan's talking about is Ali almost like pushes AJ against a wall, and for a split second it looks like they're gonna kiss. To the point it there looks some, really there's looks some t- sexual tension. I was like this is weird i'm like did they do this on purpose Purpose? yeah the directors are like having them kind of all over each other and it looks sapphic yeah they're holding hands there all right i'll put it this way if it was a brother and sister who were dancing together like that you would think it's incestuous hundred percent there's no way that they're not playing this up in a way where they know this right can come across a certain right. way yeah it's giving life with derek vibes except for they're both sisters and they're blood related and it's not a canadian sitcom aired on disney <laughs> yes also one more thing <laughs> Does AJ know what, I'm sure she does because they're like real musicians. What the fuck is she doing in the production (laughs) booth? Like turning up random dials, putting the headphone up to her ear, like dancing. Like (laughs) this music video is something else. Bad acting, bad acting. When you said that the video ages this song, but if Mm. you just listen to the song without watching the video, it holds up a thousand, a trillion percent. Mm -hmm. You hit that right on the bullseye.
1: Oh, nice transition. Thank you. So, Bullseye, second song. Yes, and Bullseye blends 70s and 80s guitar tones with
0: electronic beats. What do you think? I liked it. Same. I wrote that I wish I could play this on Guitar Hero. Ooh. Wouldn't it be fun? It would. And, like, I don't know if you pictured this, but when I listen to it,
1: I feel like I should be driving on a deserted road through Zion in a convertible Ooh.
0: Mustang. Yeah, I'm imagining Thelma and Louise now. Yeah, right? And I like lyrically, and I and I can see the whole driving. It's almost like a getaway thing, yeah. right? Because it's about this twist. It's a twist on the thrill of the hunt and romance, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. And the idea that these girls, Allie and Aja are not passive prey. Mm-mm. I'm the type of girl worth pursuing, but I won't be caught standing still. Mm-hmm. And then later she teases saying... Take your best shot. I bet you'll miss. You got me interested enough to stand closer. Mm. And the only part that's a little cheesy to me is the speak singing. Yeah. like the you didn't ask for my number. That Wait, was, that
1: was popular. I you didn't like ask me for time. my number.
0: Hmm. I like the fact that you didn't ask because you already got my number. Huh. <laughs> um, but I actually didn't hate it.
1: No, I liked it. it.
0: Like, I would add this to the playlist. I definitely want to add this to the manufactured bops playlist so closure is
1: an electro pop ballad lyrically the song speaks of the experience of finally moving on from a breakup again i i really liked the chorus thought it was catchy great vocals Mm -hmm. um and i would say what's not fair (laughs) to the other albums and stars we're reviewing
0: is that Allie and AJ are the real They're deal. singer and songwriters. The rhyme, closer to closure. Mm. Oh, that tickled my ear, right? Yeah. I also
1: loved, I saw you today taking my breath away, but then you opened your mouth without thinking, and then I recalled while wow, I ended it all, and it makes me feel good about leaving.
0: Your mouth is agape. And my mouth is agape because... I wrote down the same lyrics. <gasps> yeah, those stood out to me. The only other thing I have to say about this song and the only other lyrics, I used to wear your shirt in bed. Now it's in the trash instead. Is that Disney virgin behavior? <laughs> not that it's in my business about these girls at this point. I, not my business. But it's certainly Disney's business. And they, we already know, <laughs> and we'll review it later, we already know they took out mm-hmm. a track... That was on some of the earlier released albums called Blush because it felt too explicit. Mm -hmm. Um, The idea of wearing someone's shirt in bed, that's not like something you just do with someone you only make out with, right? I wouldn't know. I was very closeted in high school. (laughs) Division. Did they use the division sign before Ed Sheeran? <laughs> they did. Another
1: electro pop song I loved. Something that I felt like was missing from a few of the albums we've listened to are harmonies. And I loved the harmonies on the chorus. This song shows how great their vocal ability and intonation are. I'm sorry, but I just really like it. <laughs> I really, really, yeah. Like, I The chorus, congratulations. Now you are free. You have earned your degree. You've graduated. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. The, the writing of that and the
0: lines and the middle rhymes and da da da. You think somehow the sum will be different mm. by using division. Oof. What I wrote for this, fuck, I love this, even if the lyrics are a little gimmicky. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yes. And H- I think hit the nail on the head. Were you just tripping felt a little out of place to me. Mm hmm. Simply because I cannot see Allie or AJ saying tripping. tripping. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, this is you just trying to force a rhyme. But Mm. I loved this song. Same. All right. Will you like it or leave it? Like it or leave it, Paige? I wrote, I don't love it, but (laughs) I do like it. And I I don't want to leave it. Woo! I mean, the confidence of this song... Like it or leave it, I can't help but feel like I'm one in a million. I'm worth all the crap that I'm putting me through. What? Like it or love it or leave it? What? What?
1: No, I really, I really liked the guitar riff in this song. It was really cool. This is the song I would want to play on. Good turn, okay. Hero. All right, now to Like Whoa. Like Whoa. Whoa. It's a song about the thrill. Of being in a new relationship, kind of like an upbeat dance rhythm. I could see it being played at a seventh seventh grade or eighth grade school dance. Because potential breakup song was played at my seventh grade in eighth grade. Like that was Like
0: Woe would go hard at a middle school dance. Yeah.
1: And this song was the second single on the album, and their final single actually before departing from Hollywood Records. Like, "Woe" peaked
0: at number 63 on the Billboard Hot 100. I'm not surprised it actually hit the Hot 100. (laughs) Because even if it's cheesy, it goes so hard. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy it. And just like you said this about this is a potential breakup song or whatever. Mm -hmm. The video made this seem a lot cornier than it actually is. Uh... I think. The like, whoa, whoa, being on a roller coaster. Is it a tad cheesy? Yes, but they pull it off. The lyrics fucking work. My favorite lines, now I'm rolling my window down. I love the wind, but I hate the sound. Hmm. Don't we all when we're driving (laughs) on the fucking highway and you hear the, uh, the worst. Although I'm sure they meant that metaphorically. (laughs) Like a roller coaster ride, holding on white knuckles like. Mm. I don't know, I like the imagery of... Mm -hmm. The white, white knuckles. knuckles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I even enjoyed the, please keep your hands and feet in the ride at all times. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, lean into it. Yes. Also, the video had way less incest vibes. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, they literally had bouncy balls raining down in slow motion and then glitter doing the same thing. Them doing jumps that you see in the DCOM intro, the let's watch. <laughs> yeah. Hanging on to the old school mics. Like... Mm -hmm. Can you imagine being the sound engineer? They (laughs) really had a thing for those old school mics. They they were also in
1: Potential Breakup Song Mm -hmm. music video. I don't know if you heard... An interpolation of the black eyed peas. And the bass keeps running, running, running <laughs> When they're saying,
0: hold in, hold in. Stop. Holdin, Stop. Holdin. I can kind of hear right? it. But I don't, I don't think that was intentional. Okay. I was like, that's Whoa, hilarious. I can hear that. Yeah. So that's what we think of like, well, Ali and AJ hate it. <laughs> oh, I love when that happens when it's like a yeah. big song and
1: they're like, we hate Even it. Even
0: though it's one of their biggest hits they stated in an interview a while that they don't like the song. And they don't, right? Mm-hmm. And people are like, what? What are you kidding me? Like, and, whoa. <laughs> like, whoa. How can you not like it? And she was saying that they disliked the song even more during their 78 Violet Days because you got to think about it, That's when they're really trying to like break out of Disney, Ally and mm-hmm. AJ. And it's like, this is what you're bringing up. But she said, we've come a little bit back around. Like, we get it. It's fine. Let's make our own version of the song. We feel good about playing. They also realized that their gay fan base loves Like Whoa. Mm-hmm. And they have a really big queer I fan bet base. they do. Oh, people, I'm a lo- fan. people love them. And I can talk about that a little bit later. Cool. But they say it's kind of our gay a- anthem, which makes me Aww. love the song again. Aww. Where if I take that away from it and think of the lyrics, I'm like, uh. <laughs> but yeah, they, um, they performed at Pride festivals. Aww. And... They play like, well, Ali said, we're giving this to you guys because you deserve it. Oh, that's so
1: cute. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm.
0: Next, we have the title track, Insomniatic.
1: Mm-hmm. It's an electro rock number that has striking drums, quick guitar riffs. Speak of the feeling again, having, you know, having be- been derived from insomnia, but it's because of this newfound joy. And like honestly, that's a great feeling. Mhm.
0: Like they they mm. that Chef's that kiss. is such a unique euphoria. Mhm. When you have a crush you like know or you just find out that someone else likes you. Oh, yeah. And like you finally reach that point and you haven't fully broken the tension yet, mm-hmm. but you know that like there's something there. Uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, you How are you going to fall asleep at night when you're thinking about this person and just like, yeah,
1: I liked it. It's not my favorite, but not bad either. Just middle of the road.
0: I dig it. Yeah. Nirvana vibes. A little bit. Yeah. I want to give them a little shout out to a technique that in Lit Crit, I believe is called (laughs) enjambment. Ooh. So that's when the last word of the first sentence mm-hmm. is the first word yes. of the second sentence, yes. but it's not repeated. So they do it twice from what I noticed. Happiness isn't from a drink me up in your thoughts. Mm. Delirious from my loss of sleep deprived, I greet the day. Mm. And I was like, mm, I see what you did there. I see
1: what you did there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as a writer, I appreciate that. Yeah. A lot of great writing on this album. Next song, Silence. <laughs> Silence features an opening consisting of a soft percussion and the accompaniment of synthesized instruments and piano, along with the vocals.
0: No this- Sad Girl Fiddle? I wrote down Sad Girl Fiddle. There's no-, <laughs> no one's going to mention the Sad Girl Fiddle? I love that.
1: <laughs> That's a good band name, actually. There were parts I liked... Like the chorus, but then the verse, uh, yeah, that's how eh, I felt. I was like, eh. I wrote, it's not a bad song, but it's probably my least favorite. It, yeah, I wrote that it's probably my least favorite just because it, yeah, it's, I think it's a depressed teen though. Oh. I, I would have been obsessed with this song, uh-huh. but now I'm like, eh, yeah. Now I'm just a
0: depressed adult who just like lays <laughs> in bed. I don't really need to listen to the song, sad songs. The lyrics, I will say, come over and say nothing silences everything. I will say that's, that's at least relatable, right? When you're co- so comfortable with someone, you could just sit in yes. silence and it never Me feels awkward. It's like, eh, mm-hmm. or like be doing our own things, but
1: still be like, oh, look at this funny thing on TikTok. and oh, I love that. Yeah. I like, because I've known people for so long now, I've, I, my friendships are very much like that too.
0: The great friendships. Yeah. Just sit there and say nothing. If I could have you back. Mm.
1: Again, more vocal effects on the chorus.
0: So it, it's way overproduced. I called it Random Sprinkles of Tea Pain Auto tune <laughs> <laughs> And
1: it's such a shame because they can sing really mm-hmm. well and it just ruins the quality of their voice. And uh, like, otherwise, I, I actually liked the song, but I don't know if I would
0: put it on a playlist because of. The overproduced effects. You mean you didn't like the video game noises when they say game over? Yeah. <laughs> I do fuck with the chorus. In spite of the overproduction, which I agree with. Ready to go into the next song, Flattery? Yeah.
1: I like the sentiment of the song. And then I wrote the toms in the background of the verses.
0: So good. Are the toms like the little drum? Um, like a little tippy-tappy drum? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a snare a snare yeah, is tippy tabby like, <laughs> a bass is the big 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 boy <laughs> but it's kind of like george of the jungle-ish dun, 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 the dun, classic dun, the classic yeah i agree it was it was heartfelt um and you still haven't there's nothing else you want to say there's nothing you want to guess about this song <sighs> was this the song that's about a real breakup oh it's not potential baby oh it is a real breakup it is flattery and aj confirmed it in <laughs> 2020 because they, they were just so bored in 2020 they oh were my like, god yeah, everybody drop was all Be- you dirt. know why because i think the rumors about potential breakup song were probably swirling again Mm. during quarantine when everyone was like bored out of their minds Mm -hmm. and people always said that potential breakup song oh that's about Joe Jonas that's about Joe (sighs) Jonas and AJ was basically like no flattery is (gasps) (gasps) Mm -hmm. oh i gotta look at those lyrics again Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yo i can forgive it i can forgive it i can't forget it you (sighs) left me here with all these scars and you can't deny it and you can't deny the hardest part i'm not in your arms a a lot of the lyrics are like you can't deny it basically like Mm -hmm. you're hurting too and you're gonna try to act like you're fine is the vibe i got yeah um but yeah aj and joe first met on the cheetah licious christmas tour (laughs) Oh. back in December 2005 and then she and Ali joined the Joe Bros on their living room tour that summer. So hmm. that's when it was like, oh, they're dating, the tabloids, the the tabloids being like Tiger Disney Beat, magazine, Disney magazine, Tiger Beat, <laughs> Bop. Um yeah, they're like, oh, they must be dating, but then by November 2006 it was clear they had broken up. It's still unclear what went wrong between aj and joe but Mm. i'm here what you think Uh, i I put one of my least favorite on the album yeah i probably meh i was like maybe it's just because it's not my taste it's a little slower Mm. i don't know but i did appreciate the line i know when something is too sacred to touch Mmm I was a little disappointed if I was going to view this as the last song.
1: Yeah, that would have been like a ooh. But it this album ends with a banger, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I would say "Chemicals React Remix" is probably my. Second favorite song after the breakup song. It's really good. It's really good. So, you know, as I said, it's a remix and it's a remixed version of Chemicals React, which was from the duo's debut album, Into the Rush. Came out in 2005. I couldn't find it. I tried to find the original. Oh. But yeah, I loved it. And I, maybe it was a little corny, but I loved the juxtaposition in the chorus. Were you right? Was I wrong? Were you weak? Was I strong? Right? Of like, were you right? and i was just being that stubborn, strong-willed, headstrong, headstrong <laughs> person and like i let my ego get in the way type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then babe, i thought of you with the lyrics the planets all aligned when you looked into my eyes and just like that chemicals react. Oh, yeah. That's so
0: sweet. Yeah.
1: It also feels like it should have been in a Amanda Bynes movie soundtrack.
0: (laughs) I could see that. Yeah, The chemicals react out of my element. Planets align. Mm. Little Bill Nye the science (laughs) (laughs) guy. I see what you did there, Ellie and AJ. Mm. It's sweet that you said the chemicals react line reminds you of me. Uh Because that's like I just really give you a big dopamine hit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Chemicals reactant incredible end to the album yes and
1: the music video i just want to say real quick i definitely had that guitar strap that ali yeah. had on her guitar with the arrows pointing down 100 percent. i love that do you yeah. still have it i might have it somewhere in a bag
0: i know that they loved this video because of the strong performance in front of fans because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they actually got to perform in front of people that's a big part of the video
1: Now, the song that's not available on the digital versions available to all of us right now is a song called Blush. And it was a light ballad that features hints of sexual tension and suggestiveness in the lyrics. You guessed it, because of it being low suggestive, it was removed from future pressings of the album. It's speculated that
0: it was because Disney did not approve of it, What I want to do is just read a few lines from this. Hilary says, somehow I find it attractive that you won't censor anything. (laughs) Unlike Disney. But it doesn't dance around the innuendos as common sense media has said about. Mm. Like Headstrong. Right. This just goes in and says it. Even though I like your honesty, it won't lead me to your bed. So instead, then the bridge goes, please take me under with you. But mm-hmm. I will only let you go so far. It can be our secret. <gasps> you know what our boundaries are. Once again, I'm left out of breath on the edge of losing it. Like, Whoa. this is Christian horny. <laughs> the fact that Disney censored this and this is stuff they wrote, so it's about their lives, you know, they're clearly ready to break free from this disney image mm-hmm. and that's why they actually changed their name in 2007 to 78 violet oh i didn't know they changed their name yeah they were not trying to they were trying to shed that um Interesting. but the music career at nah, that point didn't do too great um and two albums were shelved damn that's yeah so i sad. think one of the 78 Violet songs like was released that's heart crushing yeah uh, Ali said, to be completely honest, I think we were trying to figure out what our voice was as an adult women. Mm. She described it also as a bit of an identity crisis for about a decade. Then they were musically just silent and continued mm. to act. And I mean, they acted in a lot of stuff. I think AJ is on the Goldbergs as Lainey Lewis. Mm. They acted a lot. 2011 AJ had a recurring role in the series. Hellcats. Oh, I totally forgot about Hellcats. <laughs> I don't remember that. I watched that. She appeared in films like Lovely Bones, Slow Mo, Secretariat, Super 8, Grace Unplugged, Angels in the Stardust, and things that make me happy. Uh, Catra. she <laughs> voice acted as Katra and Shira in The Princess of Power, which is gay, <laughs> and Stevanni in Steven Universe, which is queer. Ali has acted in films such as Band Slam, Sequoia, Weep Away for Now, The Lears, and then. Apparently also Hellcats. Are either of them queer? No. Fuck. I know. I totally would have thought
1: one of them. Like, what are the odds? I know one of them has to be queer. If your family has
0: two and my family has two, come on. There's got... Come on. (laughs) Come on. And... They always talk about being allies because, trust me, I Googled so many different combinations mm-hmm. of their names and, like, queer, bisexual, <laughs> and they are- Girlfriend. They, are queer, they're girlfriend. They, are, <laughs> they identify as allies, like, really big allies. They work with, like- They're, they're allies in AJ. <laughs> allies in AJ! <laughs> Ali and AJ have both partnered with the Trevor Project- Uh, they're very open about loving RuPaul's Drag Race, (laughs) and um, surprisingly, like no weird Christian shit. They're pretty mellow about that. Um, but they look so queer. Yeah, that's why the way they dress, the way when you see the way they dress, they are so hot. Like I wasn't attracted to them then. But I am attracted to them now, like especially Ali with her darker, like her brown hair. Ugh, yeah. So hot. Allie's she looks super gay. She looks super fucking gay. But so does AJ. They're both so hot, and the pantsuits. Yeah, the little like vest, come on, like, this. Yeah, look at their fashion. Just go on their Instagram. If you just saw these people walking down the street, you would think they're gay, like, and you'd think they're you'd think they're queer. At least, yeah, you'd queer. Think- one of us, one <laughs> of us Which is what I always chant under my breath Allie is in fact married to a man Womp womp Yeah, they got married June 6, 2015 I guess he's a independent film producer Steven Ringer Artist An artist It's cute that they're still super close I mean, they're yeah. making music now Aww. Mm-hmm. And I love how grateful they are for their start mm-hmm. while also admitting they've grown and how they would mm-hmm. have done things differently but every like new interview i've seen of them they're so gracious about it oh i love that in 2020 they put out a compilation album called we don't stop <laughs> and it's their eps and singles from 2017 to 2020 i listened to this while researching and thoroughly enjoyed it like mm. i loved so much of it to the point where i'm like i'm adding these to my like list. yeah (laughs) nice um a touch of the beat gets you up on your feet and then to the sun that was an album in 2021 and then now they have a new one with love that like literally fresh out of 2023 Mm -hmm. aj told cbs news it feels like a migration i mean it feels like we're getting like a second chance in our music careers Mm. because it's and they're getting a fresh tour and they're in their early 30s now they yeah. describe their new work as indie rock with pop sensibilities, oh. so go stream it. Yeah. And if you're listening around the holidays still, they also like just, just released Lonesome Dove, which is an EP with three Christmas songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said, we hope these songs bring comfort to anyone that's spending the holiday alone or anyone feeling isolated. Mm. Sounds like Disney slash Hollywood Records blackballed them. I saw that they're often labeled as coming from Disney, but to their point, they were on Disney Channel associated with them for less than a decade, whereas other stars Mm -hmm. like Miley, like Demi, like Selena Mm -hmm. were there for longer, or some of those people were, and like they've been able to break the mold to an extent, Mm -hmm. Um, but they haven't, and now they finally kind of are shutting that. Um, So good for them. Now to talk about two kind of sad things because, again, you can't 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 get out unscathed from the machine. No, you cannot grind you up in June two thousand eight. Rex Metler from Lancaster, Ohio, was arrested for stalking the duo. Holy he obtained contact information from them and made threats online what? by phone, and here's the creepy thing. By handwritten notes no, I mean it's all no, creepy I was it's, gonna, it's No all I was gonna from, say don't say mail mm-hmm. It's always creepy but something about the handwritten notes I literally got chills personal. I don't know if it's cause it's late but like I literally got <laughs> chills When you said that about it's the handwritten notes It's real note. creepy um, Then they were like scheduled to perform in Cincinnati And the guy was present he was just a creep, that the police stated Rex displayed a pattern of activity over time that reflected mo- multiple attempts, if not numerous attempts, at stalking these females, as I said. And then in June 2020, Caesar Brantley was arrested on suspicion of stalking them near their home in a gated community oh in Calabasas. God. And this was in violation of a restraining order. <gasps> yeah. So they dealt with stalkers. but That's oh, fucking God. horrifying. And then one other sad thing... That is just what it is to live in America right now. In 2022, their tour bus was caught in the crossfire of a mass shooting in Sacramento where six people were killed and multiple others were wounded. They said they were not hurt but found shell casings in their trailer.
1: Holy shit.
0: Yeah. The shooting motivated them to write a song about the incident as a way to heal, although Mm. they're not sure they'll ever release it. I don't know how i'd move past that fuck like i'm so scared mm-hmm. of shootings like whenever i leave the house if especially if there's a crowd mm-hmm. or i'm going inside i'm like looking for the exit i'm thinking where i can run and hide fuck if like six people were killed and there's mm-hmm. oh and you could think oh the only thing that was protecting me is the fact that i'm in this yeah bus. yeah it's like, people are just trying
1: to enjoy themselves and mm-hmm. yeah. So what's their net worth?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Right? <laughs> America guns and like, let's get to the bottom line. Uh, so together they're about 2.7 million. That's it. <laughs> and they got a house in Calabasas. I, I know you, I think they'd be, well, you know what? I guess it makes sense that, they aren't worth as much because they're not doing all these product placements they're not doing oh, these yeah. like they have like no small LG chocolate rolls phones. Stuff, but yeah but they're not doing like these big brand endorsements and stuff yeah. Ali the older sister makes about two million of that of course she does yeah. she's the babe stop that's so mean Sorry, stop as a, stop how could you say that sisters if if my sister Lee were here and we had to think about one of us being viewed as the hot sister, you know she'd cry. You can keep that in because she, she listens. <laughs> she'll, she'll know why. Do not talk about one of the sisters being the hot one. That's I'm so sorry. cool. But she literally calls you the hot sister. Bitch, people literally ask you to model, okay? I have a face for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> We'll see
1: if that gets left in. <laughs> Final thoughts. I give it eight out of 10 potential breakup songs. I loved the production. I thought the vocals were amazing, minus some of the effects that were put on them. Very catchy choruses, verses. That was great thematically. It was consistent. It, it took you through a journey of highs mm-hmm. and lows. And ended on a bang with Chemicals React. So I loved it and it's probably been my favorite discussed on this podcast so far. I wrote that
0: they they sound pretty mature for their age.
1: Yeah, and considering it came from Disney. Uh-huh. Like they
0: like they that's how you knew they were the real deal. Yeah. As you said earlier, the reason they have such a leg up on the other Disney stars is they came to Disney. Mm-hmm to be musicians. Right. They were signed as musicians and then got into acting. Yep. It's not like this reverse engineer like, oh, here's a big star in one of our shows. Let's try to get them into a recording studio. Mm-hmm. Like they had it. Um, the lyrics, the I it f- factor. They do have the it factor. The lyrics I thought were impressive for how young they were. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and I also appreciate it and
1: I think it shows just how much creative control and like creative maturity they had mm-hmm. that they only worked with you know one or two producers on the whole album it wasn't oh we got this writing group and this writing crew and we're all trying to like throw mm-hmm. shit at the wall like there was it was very thoughtful and intentional and mm-hmm. that clearly came through in a quality over quantity kind
0: of album. That's a great point. I didn't even think about how few people were on this mm-hmm. simply because they were they were load-bearing pillars. Yeah, like yeah. they did the work. They did. Uh, for me, I didn't care as much about the songs after Insomniatic other than Chemicals mm-hmm. React. Yeah. But for folks like with nostalgia and who like loved them, I can see how this would be a no-skip album. Mhm. I give this album 9 out of 10. Stupid Birthdays. Ooh. Okay. I respect that. So like we said, we'll be putting quite a few songs on he- here onto our Manufactured Bop Spotify. So yes, please follow us. There's a link to it on our Instagram at girl.manufactured. And please, 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 please. Leave us a review on iTunes. It will help us very much. And I have stickers to give away and pins. Ooh. A so, giveaway is a brewin. A giveaway is a brewin. So, yeah, leave a review and you'll be entered to win a little, a little prize, a little something, something.
1: All right. Until next time, I'm Morgan. And I'm Paige. And that was Girl Manufactured. Bye.